In the final days, the Silmarils will be gathered together from the earth, from the sky, and from the waters. To the residence. The gatekeeper hasn't changed. Um, it's the same in the two individuals that you met earlier. Um, he nods, smiles politely, and opens the gate. Um, and then lets you in one by one. Close the gate behind you. Swings, pretty shut, and pulls a bolt across and then slams the bolt down. Um, it's a double lock gate kind of thing, so it's not the single gate, that's actually the form of protection. There's an inner gate as well, um, which can be closed um, if, if it's required to be, but it's usually left open. Hmm. Um, there's still a lot of noise and bustle in the main streets. Um, stage coaches that seem to be arriving and pulling up at the guest houses that are line um, the street across from the actual residence itself. And these are two, three-story buildings, two just having appearance. And carriages pulling up, dropping off their uh, adventurers and guests and, and uh, travellers, and they're booking rooms for the night. And they always seem to be full and all seem to be really busy. And these are the, some of the best rooms in Tharbad is the uh, the guest houses across the way on King's Row. Um, once they pulled into the actual, the, the carriage keepers uh, pull up, uh, disembark their guests, help them down a couple of steps. And they're invite, warmly invited into the actual guest homes, these hotels. For overnight stairs or even longer. And the carriages then, then once they receive a small tip, pull away and steadily head either north or south to where the stable blocks are kept. Um, carriages are then repaired or washed down from the dusty, dirty roads, the muddy roads, um, and the horses are fed and given rest uh, for the evening before the whole process is done again and either guests are leaving or only guests are arriving all the time um, the north south road that goes as far as the Shire and to Bree and all the way down to Minas Tirith 
pass through passes through Tharbad, um, through the Gap of Rohan, and then down beyond to Edoras and further beyond to Kalos, and eventually to Manistera, and even beyond. So there's a lot of traveling on this road, um, and the guest suites are pretty full, especially in cold winter evenings, um, like tonight. You arrive back at the residence. Um, it's dark outside. The shadows are starting to like because the high walls um, create darkened areas. Um, the lamp, the the housekeeper has lit uh, various outdoor lamps. Um, the moon, um, in considerably now down to its last quarter, uh, seems to rise high in the sky. Um, just above the rooftops as you make your way inside. It's quite quiet inside. It echoes somewhat. Uh, Lily is the first one in. Mm-hmm. Learning that the night air is uh, affecting her um, her mojo, so to speak. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's affecting it's affecting her. She doesn't the, the, the autumn weather is affecting her like um her psyche powers. Um, um and looking forward to warmth. She does explain that the, the, the only cure she's ever found of being able to keep her magic like at potentially in alignment is a stiff a, a stiff drink. Not a big drink, but a stiff drink. By stiff drink, you mean... A shot of whiskey usually works. Right. <laughs> hmm. Do we have any whiskey? Uh, but yeah, the, the residence is well catered for. Um, yeah. Due to the, due to the <laughs> thousands of taxpayers of, uh, of Tharbar. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was asking Estelle, like, uh, do we have any? Uh, we should be able to, yes. Um, mm. uh, just ask one of the servants to, they will bring some. Uh, okay. You only need, like, what, just one shot? Hey, it, it just steadies the nerves, you know, especially on a cold night like now. It's like, whoa, it's nippy outside. Have you been out there? Mm-hmm. Whoa, God. I'll tell you I what. mean, you're addicted to whiskey. No, no addicted to whiskey, no. No, addicted to anything. I mean, have you seen the price of whiskey? God, you got to be a rich man to be addicted to whiskey. <laughs> uh, that's an understatement. Oh, need something just to warm the blood. You know what I mean? I, I know. It is just it's a good fire. Okay? Oh, it it fire. reminds me. It's just with alcohol stuff like that and whiskey and whatnot. It reminds me too much of the family. Honestly. Ugh. Oh, they're into magic and candles, were they as well? No, more on the alcohol side of things. Oh. Buyers or sellers? More like thieves. Oh, these to Nikki. Bootleggers. Nick, I... uh, <laughs> let's just say they're a bit more shadier than your average hobbit. Except no. for me, of course. But you I'm know. gonna see, like, because you're the only hobbit I've ever seen. So if you're average, like, yeah, I'm. Are, I'm. Are you, are you average? Uh, 
So let's say I'm average, but I'm more of the outgoing sort of type of hobbit than the stay at home in your little hut, mountain home thing. I haven't been into a hobbit. An average adventurous Yeah. Hobbit. Thank you. Right. <laughs> oh, it, it's just the average hobbit would never adventure out and whatnot anyway and stay in their homes. Makes mainly. sense to me. I mean, mm -hmm. from what I've heard, from what people have told me, there's supposed to be cushy little number having a hobbit. I think there's like a hobbit town or something nearby. No, there's a few further to the south which you pass through. Uh, not yeah. many, but uh, to the north and to the south, there seems to be like. Yeah, uh, it's hobbit. just like Zabby, like. A few in town as well. There's a few in town, but not yeah. many. Zabby has a map. She gets that out and just like looks through a bit, like, and then points it like roughly around here. There should be a town. Um, we haven't been there, have we? Uh, can we get there by boat or can we get there by car? Oh no, you can know. You guys have she says you missed it out by boat because you came in by boat. You totally missed that entire section. We could so, probably yeah. go back to there someday. They've been interesting but... to see that place. Never mind. Mm. Maybe next time. Yeah, definitely. Maybe next time. I mean, it would be nice to visit another town which is populated with hobbits. And you like look at Zabby, like as she says it, she actually looks quite depressed and down because of it. Never mind, where's that drink? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Like Zabby, like looks unhappy with herself. Like she scrolls up the map and then just puts it away. Yeah, you, you scroll the map up, you put it back away. You start to take your yeah. coats and jackets off. The uh, master of staff comes and takes like mm -hmm. your your gowns. Says, "Oh, milady, miss, mm. thank you." Kind of doesn't really say anything to Lily. Kind of like Lily's like like she knows she's coming down for calls or something like that. But it's like all the way down the sleeve of her nose. And then yeah. takes takes a coat off and like she hangs up and says, Here you go, laddie. And and, and the the butler guy is like takes it like Apologies for that. And don't go through the pockets, I know exactly what's in them. Doesn't help your situation if you say that, Lily. <laughs> kind of like, that they they won't do anything shady, you're in a safe place. Nothing more, nothing less. Trust me. Okay. Um. Yeah, you uh, you, um, takes your coats, um, takes your gowns and your capes and all that kind of stuff. So you're left with so that at least you can get some warmth. The place is really, really warm actually. But knowing mm -hmm. that you're here now, they've lit almost every fire in the place. Mm -hmm. Um, and they've got a nice and cozy, warming up, and the wood paneling is like receding the heat. Um, it's lovely lit. And mm -hmm. um, there's a, a small piece of music being played. It looks like it's a, a quartet of uh, musicians who are like uh, in the dining room somewhere, either for rehearsing or they're practicing or if they're just like in situ. Um, they they seem to be all harp players, but different sized harps, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, no singing taking place, but they're playing a lovely melody. Um, as you were, uh, as you went to the, the the main hall of the residence. And the table has been cleared uh, of everything. It is just a very long, oblong, pure white table. Um, white tablecloth over the top of it. Um, 
and the room is pretty much empty. There's giant portraits on the wall of um, uh, uh, famous, uh, well, not famous, but recognizable statue people of a statue around Tharbad. Mm-hmm. Um, people who have made donations to the upkeep and the renovation and the restoration of Tharbad. Lovely boy paintings. Very sizes adorn uh, these walls. I can never get used to seeing the sight of these, honestly. Quite pleasant, actually. Um, Estelle, you're you, you're used to this. You've been through it like for over a year or so. Um, yeah, it's just been a, a long while since you've you've been away for a while, but it's more like ah, oh, funny home. Yeah, that's it. It's like walking back like, into the living room. Strange. Yeah, it's like walking back into the living room of your your home. And instantly recognizing where everything's at. Um, um, not much has changed. Um, some pictures have been taken down and replaced, or they've been taken down or been moved, but um, it's, they're predominantly in the same room. Um, the. Um, one, of the, one of the servant boys comes in um, with a, a, a tray, uh, a wooden tray. It's not nothing elaborate. It's a wooden tray. Um, which put Lily's straight over there and grips hold of the, uh, the the crystal decanter and pops the cork off the top and starts pouring three measures puts the decanter stopper back in puts it back down on the tray and she passes each of you a glass she's like oh, yeah. oh. Hmm? Was, was not expecting that what she passed the glass yeah just... alright yeah she says here you go here you go Get warmed up. Oh, I, I didn't. What? Yeah. I'll, I'll just take oh, it. Ah, good. Nice. Uh, anyway. No, obviously, Zabby. say for Zabby, she hasn't tried like many alcohols and all that before. It's a small, maybe two fingers of whiskey. It's not a lot. It's um, half a shot glass. It's only a small one, just to take the edge off. You know, like 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 cough medicine. Oh. Mm. She'll give it a shot. Like he does take the glass and uh. it's 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 a mellow whiskey. It's not an aged whiskey. It's something that no, no. You feel as yeah. if well, you feel as if it's not the good whiskey. That's what you you instantly recognize. This is not the good whiskey. This is not the thirty year old whiskey. It's not the ten year old whiskey. It's probably the three year old whiskey. Um, and you feel as if like the um master of staff is uh, or the master of the house has deliberately instructed for the boy to bring out that one. Deliberately? Okay. Yeah. In, for any particular reason? or um, You can deduce the reason why, but it's like the, the master starts deliberately instructed the young boy to bring out the whiskey. Just the, the cheap whiskey. It's whiskey. Cheap whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lily's like, oh, here we go. Straight down. Oh, 
And she's like, she stands there for a second. She kind of holds her breath and then she starts to shake a bit and shakes her arms and her legs and like, whoa, yeah. All right. Puts the glass down. She says, oh, I'm feeling better now. That's it. That, that'll that knock the magic back into alignment. Oh, yeah. That was quick. Yeah. Uh, can I roll with the alcohol thing? <laughs> because somebody's not used to it. Um, what, what do you want it to do? I, I, I don't know. It's just Zabby's not used to drinking alcohol, so... Alright, yeah, just do a just do a normal roll against Constitution. What's your Constitution bonus? Uh, Constitution... I drink so much wine that I just... Uh, Constitution's <laughs> a plus six. A plus six, alright, okay. D100 yeah, I, I looked at the normal stats here like, for Constitution. Yeah, that's fine. D100 plus six, go. Uh, okay. Let's see what you get. Um, 82. 82, yeah. 82, yeah. Um, it's for like, your first taste, your first, well, your first, like, kind of trying of this whiskey. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's not that bad, actually, because it, it's quite young whiskey. Quite, it's mm. more sweeter. Um, it's not, it doesn't burn. It's, mm. it's, it's, if somebody took in a pint of ale and mixed it with a jar of honey, yeah. you bang on them, that's exactly what it would taste like. Hmm. Okay, what? it's not that it's not that bad. I mean, it, it's kind of like it warm immediately hits the back of your throat, and then you feel as if as it's mm-hmm. sliding down your throat and into your stomach, you feel warmth come through. Okay, um, yeah. I, the reason I say this is because since Zappy's not used to drinking like certain alcohols and whatnot, I feel like mm-hmm. if I get a low roll or something like that, then she would probably just either feel tipsy or just go unconscious no it's a small <laughs> it's a small drink it's quite a young drink it's not a mature one it's probably you know something yeah. that they've bought in the market um, yeah no, I, I get, I get... probably the worst thing you get is probably a slight shock to your yeah yeah it's just this is this is like my canon thing about Zabi is that if she has like a certain type of alcohol because she hasn't tried so many before that at some point she's either gonna go somehow tipsy and make a goof of herself or just go completely unconscious because it's that strong (laughs) that's like that's what i think canonly in my head does that be but yeah I know some alcohol that make you unconscious. Don't you worry about that. Do <laughs> 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 you have it with you right now? No. Okay. This one's all, it's fine. So she's enjoying it at the moment. She's enjoying mm. the whiskey. Yep. Dylan Trust, <laughs> you enter the Grand Hall and you see that um, the rest of the group have arrived, apart from Theo and Rumala. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're be drunk when we arrive, don't you? Worry? Oh, they're gonna don't yeah. worry. Jai wrote that. Um, yes, the, yeah. the Dylan Trust also tried to look for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Estelle's library. Um, it's not Estelle's library. It's Starbuds library. Well, it's her house currently that we're in. As far it's as her, Dylan it's the residence. Isn't weird. Yeah, it's not. It's like the White House. It's kind of. It's not. Yeah, like it's her like, house. It's the residence. The yeah. way Dylan Trust is looking at it is this is Estelle's house. Yeah, she's the occupant of the mall. So, yeah. yeah, she occupies it. Therefore, they're her libraries. Okay. So that's, that's just how <laughs> he looks at it. You know, um, it's like, well, she's in charge. They're kind of belong to her. She's in charge. Um, a lot of it is... 
Oh, like how uh, Elrond has his yeah. like everything yeah, down. Like he, he, he lives, lives there, yeah, but it's his yeah. house. <laughs> that's that's, that's yeah. how Dylan <laughs> is looking at it. He's like, okay, right, okay, well, this is Estelle's house. They're her libraries, even though they belong to Tharbard. The people of Tharbard, yeah, and a lot of it reflects that in the books. And um, there's a lot of histories of Tharbard. There's a lot of like, like uh, human history. There's a, an, mm. entire rooms of human history. Well, we are we are expanding a library. In you are. Tharbard. You are building an outdoor, like a separate library. Um, mm-hmm. In conjunction with the building a central library in order to, and it's part of this. As you'll find out later on, it's part of this new education kind of program that they're kicking off in Tharbad, which is what the most majority is going towards, hence the new school for girls. Yeah, mm-hmm. and later on, like, if they do get enough money, um, and you've already had this conversation with Nostriel, is that the, the, the idea is that Tharbad will have a university, which is never, ever happened. Never, ever happened in history. They've ne- they never, ever had one in history. A university. They've had a school or the, like a, a, oh. a place of. Which places have universities? Or just... <laughs> Usually the big cities, okay. yeah. 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 Never that had a one. Edras doesn't have a university. I mean, that, that's. Oh, it's not really a big city, though, is it? No, it's not. It's a, it's a homestead. Um, is there any Minas Tirith? Minas Tirith has had a university, yeah. Dolan Roth. Um, Dolan Roth has had a university. Um, and like a university for, for I mean, technically isn't Rivendell a university as it well? is a university it's an elven university but it doesn't belong to Rivendell it belongs to the populace of the elves yeah elves go there to study um, yeah. rather than like the people that live there Cause, because Rivendell's kind of in a category of its own there's no there's no, no houses outside it there's no it is just one building pretty much but Bree have a Bree won't have a university, no. Bree won't have a university. Yeah, and Hobbiton definitely hasn't got a university. They don't do, like, horticultural studies or anything like that. Well, we don't really have a lot of universities anywhere. In the world. No, we don't. It's not really um, any studies. That, that's, that's where this region... It's all done by a work placement. Is <laughs> on the job I think, training. Yeah, I yeah. think, yeah, message was as to what he was doing oh. while in the library. Okay. Um... Magic. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, so the, it's part of this re education program, and Estelle's part of the journey to Umbar is that Umbar has a massive university. Mm. Yeah, a massive university. Um, like. See, it's not only about the goats. No, it's not. <laughs> While you were there, you found out that, you found that they build huge, massive buildings um, for. Travelers, because they're a seafaring nation, they have a lot of travelers, and because of a lot of travelers, they have a lot of knowledge going in and out. So they built a central library, and this library is a vast three-story building. My plan for Tharbad, a nice port, uh, education. Edu- yeah, they have an education system in Umbar, and this is the reason why they are a little bit more advanced in the ways of technology and uh, of trade and of um, science and things like that. Um, and shipbuilding. The Umbarian ships are like... You know, galleons, they are majestic. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you've got the inspiration for being able to build a university in Tharbad somewhere, but it has to start small. So, the first thing to do is to introduce an education system uh, for young people, and part of that would be a library as well a public library. Um, mm-hmm. 
and then eventually university, which, but that's going to take a considerable amount of money. Um, and that will be your, that's your political plan for the next, like, so many years. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dylan Trust, you're looking through, and um, it's predominantly all history. It's, mm-hmm. um, there is um, history of the surrounding area as well, so from Bree and from um, a little bit from Rohan, a little bit from the Shire regions, um, of um, explorational journeys, uh, journals and logs uh, from various sea captains and, and tales and things like that. Sonnets have been written down, poetry, um, there's various maps and... Added another specific. Yeah. Um, you can spend some time going through that, but you don't find anything that's, that's related to that particular topic. Okay. Um, yeah. Is there even any footnotes? Very on... little. No, there's no footnotes or anything. There's very little about... I mean, it mentions about various, like... Um... Versions of things like that? Not of that particular one, but uh, items like that. Um, but only in what? passing brief. Okay. Um do I happen to find anything uh, about the one that Estella's carrying currently? No. There's nothing written about that? Okay. No, no. You get an easy impression from your intellect and your elven um, baseline to be able to measure against these are, you've got the elves with this kind of knowledge and then you have this human city with those kind of knowledge. They are... Just a kind of like um, uh, average intellect okay. in that particular. So, if I, if like, would I be able to discern after reading a good chunk of stuff? Just that, going through stuff, yeah. Just flicking through pages. That like, I would need there's to. There's nothing here. There's nothing here. This is all. I would need to definitely go to somewhere like boring. Lorian you'd have to go or... to a, yeah. You'd have to go to a place that's associated with those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, Thabad is not particularly associated with those kind of things. Okay. I mean, trade, war, plague, um, flooding. Yeah. So, yeah, no problem. Is there actually, um, just as a side note, is there anything here in her libraries that is written about Rumelon? Like, Nothing. is there any- anything about yeah, I mean there's country. obviously like journals there's journals written by various sea captains because obviously a sea captain that leaves Tharbad and returns back to Tharbad has to keep a log um, a diary and there's various copies of those diaries that have been um, copied re- you know described yeah. again and made yeah mm-hmm. um, of journeys as far as there as to various other places as well um, everything from uh, crew fests to cargo mm-hmm. to exploration to various uh, um, sightings mm-hmm. um, and all that kind of stuff of that particular region but only as so far as like the purposes of the sea no inland kind of stuff hmm. okay um, I'm not quite sure and I'm, I'm going to put this out here just to the group um, do you think it's worth me looking up anything of the woman that you saw in the vision, uh, Zelly, from the white ball. Oh, you want to look for the daughter of past and present? Mm. 
if you really want to see if we have anything of that, then you can go ahead. I was and thinking try. either I could read up on Rimalon, which by the sense, but there's no. I mean, there's probably entries of him. Say when he was born and who he's associated, like who he's descendant from, and all that kind of stuff. But it's just more. It's it's like reading a book about the royal family. It's very generic. Mm. You know. Uh, in that case, then I think I might try looking for, even though I have a like distinct feeling since I can't really find anything about the white ball. I'm gonna not really find anything about her, but you never know. There could be messages of a daughter of past and present, or something maybe mentioned. in like poems or something. Yeah. So I, I think I'll have a little look for something like that. Okay. Yeah. You spend some time, you come down, you speak to Estelle, Estelle gives you permission to be able to go through the library. Um, you're actually quite shocked at how many books that Estelle has collected, personally, over the year plus. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, you find out from just asking around and talking to the laundry girl that uh, Estelle introduced a book uh donation kind of thing um, for Thabat for in order there. to... Hmm? For, for a moment there I thought you were about to say she introduced the book club. No, a book donation. <laughs> yeah, a book club. No, a, a book club. It's a book donation where travellers may donate a book. And... Welcome to our breakfast book club. <laughs> we have tea oh. and books. Maybe some of those raggy books we got from the tower. And there's a, there's a good idea. Um, hmm? I've also had another idea. Like, um, I'll, I'll spend some time, obviously, looking through poems and whatnot. Um, and then I think my best course of action is maybe to speak to somebody who has a good wealth of knowledge. So okay. maybe <laughs> maybe, <right>. maybe <laughs> go and take some some tea and visit with Estelle's mummy. Okay. I'm calling to Estelle's mother. Yeah. Pardon? You want to call it Estelle's mums? Yeah, like um, after reading through what I can and oh, then maybe yeah. going back to Estelle and saying, hey, I've not really been able to find much. Do you mind if I go ask your mum? Because <laughs> like, she she might know something. She's like been around. I wanted to get ready for like seeing Estelle. But um. I was wanting to see my mother. Well, you can come with Dylan Trust. <laughs> at, some, at some point. Uh, I'll look at the time. Do you think I have time? No, no, no. I don't mean right now. Like, he's, uh, he's obviously reading through um, poetry to see if he can find anything of this daughter of past and present. But... Lily's kind of rubbing her hands together, sitting down on a small stool by the fire, warming her hands. But after he's kind of like exhausted said poetry, like, I think he would come back to you and say, look, okay, I have found absolutely nothing. Zero. Zilch. Crackled. Oh, yeah. A lot of these books um, have been donated to Estelle's future library. Um, so they're, they're like, the, 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 the subject material is vast and wide. Where does your mother even live, Estelle? She, she um, in the thieves' quarters. It's not too, yes. Um, okay. 
you it's not too far from here you just need to you know once we leave this building we will be going down a road and we'll go across to the thieves quarter and we mm-hmm. and then my house is pretty close there yeah, okay well so that's what dylan trust is going to do like he'll spend oh, okay. some time reading through poetry and then reading books okay uh come back and see mm-hmm. right i found nothing let's go see your mum. <laughs> but you said no right yeah, now. not right now though Okay, <laughs> that's just that's my course of action. What, and the next day or tonight or you got you're even a meal don't forget. I don't know. Talk about the other person. And because we have an evening have meal, meal. Um, I'll have an evening. I have people to talk with and meet because um, they'll be knowing of my arrival and will want to hammer me about a lot <laughs> of things to do with Barbard, and right, I need to update them on that. You go just like with something of. Like a letter of permission to, so that your mother doesn't think, "Oh crap." But I'll, I'll be meeting with my mother, so at some point when I, I'm not, in in a meeting or something. So basically, you're saying when you're not busy. Yes. Which right now, in a sense, I'm you, not. You've got a good time before the evening meal. With, yeah. With various guests so you're not sure who they are yet but there's some politicians that have been invited the only thing is i'm worried that i won't be able to be back to talk to nostril before i have to be seeing the other people to talk to her now yeah yeah that's why i'm asking do you want to go now no i mean why why don't you take the time to talk to nostril just now like while i'm reading up on plausible settings of this daughter Oh no, that's what I'm going to oh, be doing. I'll be doing time before the. I'm going to okay. find her. But then, uh, I was just trying not to. Uh, getting clean. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> putting my candles yeah, away. Yeah, put your candles away. Put them where you need yeah. to put them. Yeah. <clears throat> They're all in my bag. Okay. In the bowl? Let me know. Uh, probably. I don't know why I said that weird thing, but <laughs> I, 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 I like poke, I like poke at Estelle like by her leg and go maybe not now, but probably at a later date. Okay, because right. I'm going to keep mine in my bag for now. Fine. Yeah, right. so I'm going back to my room to to be locked by myself, and then do the ball thing, and then put my candles and things in there, and then I go out, and then I'm as you clean myself. Start, as you make your way back to your room, you pass the uh, the three one at a time, not all together, but the three uh, maidens that came to dinner last night or came earlier on. You, yes, you pass each one of them um, on the one on the stairs, one on the landing, and one. On the- uh, leading to your room, these signs um, just off one side. Um, they seem to be either uh, like looking up and down the corridor or looking through one of the um, arch windows that oversees the courtyard and oversees various areas of the of the outdoor perimeter of the of the house. Um, not really seeing anything, standing motionlessly. Uh, they they are aware of you passing by um, as you make your way to your room. Side. You lock the door. Don't trust. You recite to going back to Estelle's library. I think mm-hmm. is it a giant a room full of books donated by various travelers and traders and passers-bys of uh, residents of Tharbad who are willing to contribute to the grand scheme of building a library for central public library for Tharbad. Um, 
they're not in any particular order. They're not labelled A to Z or by author or any subject matter whatsoever. They just seem to be just piled in here. Um, yeah, and there's books, Joy. there's scrolls, <laughs> there's maps, there's. Uh, this library also consists consists of drawings, images, paintings, and in fact, if it comes on paper, it's either Probably in here. It's it's in a bound or in a box or in a crate or in a okay somewhere in this room. Is there a <clears throat> enjoy? <laughs> is there a librarian? No, there's no librarian. This literally is just a room. It's just a, a room that's doubling up as somewhere for Estelle to put her books. I'm gonna start <laughs> with the scrolls then. Alright, no worries. You start blasting your way through various scrolls. You find a, a small stool um, in the middle of the room, buried, surrounded, knee-deep in um, various books and papers. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just Lovely. start with the nearest scroll and start unraveling it and uh, start looking through it. Can, can I Can I possibly do a roll for uh, any information <laughs> on um, this? Or anything that stand, stands out that could be a reference to yeah, yeah, a daughter of past and uh, present. It's not a good time Basically, when Whisper says there's nothing to do that and you have to ask him, can I do this? <laughs> I know. Like, you, you can roll it, but if you want to roll a dice, you can roll a dice. Yeah, go ahead. What would you need me to roll, though? Would it be... Um, have you got research? You should have research. Uh, it'll be on the big list. Have you got research or reference or something like that? Yeah, it should be on the I feel like I have research. You're more bit wormy than me. Research, research. <laughs> you got research? Yeah. Hold on, I'm looking. <laughs> yeah, I have research. Yeah, yeah, it's a research role. So... Oh, great. I have research, <laughs> but it's a plus one. <laughs> yeah, the best skills always are, aren't they? Go on, mm -hmm. go ahead. Is that kind of a role? Yeah, what you can do a role. What, what was the other one that you said? Reference. reference. What's your research? Um, R so? Is it R-E-F? R-E-F, yeah. No, re reference. Have you got reference? Someone answers. R-E. No. Yeah, R-E. Have you got reference? No. Or research? That will be research. I only, just, yeah. I only have research. It's just... research. Plus one. Yeah, I've never heard nah, of reference. Research roll. So go ahead, roll. Add your one. It's research. That's a... Uh... 74 plus 1 is 75. 75. Um, what, what the hell is that static sound? It's Whisper. It's from Whisper. Whisper. I don't know why. There's a I was saying to you earlier about it today. It sounds like 8-bit sound effects. I know. It's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I was hearing it between Whisper and Die. Compress it down, see if that fixes it. I don't know what it is. Weird. Hang on. Does that help? Sound effect. Yeah, it seems fine for now. We'll see. Oh, it's happening yeah, again. Yeah, I've got a loose cable somewhere. I think it's on my headset. I don't know where. Hang on. This is what Every... I was pointing out to him earlier today, though. Like, I popped into the yeah. server when we were gaming, and we just attributed it to there that. There we go. Is that better? Uh, but now, at the moment... Yeah, it's fine. I think I've just got a loose. Uh, I need to change the plug on my uh, headphones. I think. Sorry, it's detachable. Um. All right. Yeah, you got seventy-five. Five. Um. You don't find anything relating to, to 
mentioned as Dr. Preston. Okay. Okay. You don't you don't find any reference to a daughter of past and present. You don't find any reference to the thing that you were looking for earlier. Okay. Okay. Um. You do find an awful lot of reference material about shipbuilding. Yay. Yeah. Um, and you do find a old journal from a sea captain. Yeah. What's he blabbering about in his journal? Oh, he's blabbering about some, some uh, um, um, Gondorian kind of um, um, trade sailing kind of thing uh, to Umbar. Um, and the sea captain of this one is named as um, Oscar Seagraves. No. <laughs> yeah, what? It's an old book. It's about a hundred years old. So Seagraves' ancestor? Or is actual Seagraves' diary? Well, <laughs> oh, he's not that a hundred years old. Oh. He's not a hundred years well, old. Well, it could though. be his ancestor. Probably dad, like his dad yeah. or his granddad. Yeah. I'd say his grand, his great granddad, probably. Yeah. It's, you estimate the book to be about a hundred years old. Um, I'm going to put that book to the side and maybe show it to Theo later and be like, "Hey, want to hear, want to hear something um, interesting? <laughs> <laughs> Here's how um, you build a ship." <laughs> But it's not building a ship, it's running a ship as well. So it's got dates and it's got diary <laughs> entries and it's got like tide levels and it's got the moon uh, status and it's got like the weather predictions. And yeah, you could have done it, with that book like five years ago. Well, however long Five years ago. <laughs> Feels like five years on the boat. It, 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 it is, it's basically, it's a, it's a journal of um, sailing from Dol Amroth to Pelagia to Minas Tirith and back again. A short journey. There and back again. Pretty much. Um, yeah, we'll put that one to the side and maybe show it to the group later and be like, hey, guess what I found? <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's probably about 40 or 50 pages long and there seems to be a diary entry for each day on each page. Jeez, um, he wasn't shy about seeing stuff, was he? <laughs> <laughs> so he's um, still in trust to himself. You continue to look through. <laughs> You continue to look through these uh, these various books and things. At the front of the book, it looks like it's 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 it's, it's the name of the ship's called the Pointer. He was in charge of a ship called the Pointer. Now I kind of want to look and see if there's anything to do with the Pointer, if whether it's still in action or not. Okay. Like, whether whether, it, whether it's like still being used, I should say, yeah. or, or where it could be. Yeah. Or if whether it's been decommissioned or not. Well, you can, can you can keep an eye out for that if you come across any reference material to that. Pointer. Theo, you're with Rumalan. You've, you've had your um, your uh, pastries, and you have got wind of a fight that's taken place. It's actually taking place in one of the um, it, 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 um, uh, dry dock. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, because of the actual like, flat walls and the high, the high flat walls of it, it makes a really good fighting arena. It also, when you arrive, you notice that there's lots of people all sitting around the edges of it. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Watching what's going on. And there's a couple of guys who are stood on large crates and barrels, and they've got a chalkboard behind them. And you can see they're basically betting numbers on um, the, who's the, going to win the fight. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's it. And there is various groups uh, all making wages, the weirdest of wages you'd ever seen. Um, there's like somebody's like they're not just monetary but also understand after listening to what's being said and by this very noisy place Rumalan is like really in like watching the people and like looking into the pit and almost falls in once or twice Um, you pull him back away from the edges and explain to him like it's you know you should really go the edge um, you shouldn't go that close to your nets now. <laughs> you might fall in and have to pay. I'm just going to turn my sound down a little bit and see if it's, that's going to fix it. Oh, my sound is really low as well. Jeez, your thing's going yeah, like hectic. Right, like, There we go. Is that better? I wonder if it's that. Let me do this. No. Shortcut. No. Nope. Okay, is that better? No. No? No? Hold on. Maybe you can turn Whispers thing down. In case that helps. I don't know, my volume levels, but there we go. <clears throat> whisper yes indeed I know all the tech issues every single week right is that fix it is that better now maybe so so far that's good (laughs) determined not to go too close to the edge Um, you pull him back and he um, he steps back and uh, you you get the gist that they're they're betting pretty much all sorts of stuff there is chickens being used for like gambling there is barrels of rum that have been used for gambling there's you quickly work out that most of the possessions of the ship is being gambled on these fights taking place yeah okay and the board gives uh, two kind of um, uh, fighters on it yeah there's a one called Bruiser. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> who's from the ship called the Sea Queen. Yeah. Yep. And, and a one who's just commonly referred to as the Goliath. Oh, he sounds like a good... I... Yeah, the Goliath. So you got Bruiser versus the Goliath, and he, well, the Bruiser's from the Sea Queen, and Goliath is f- from the Lake Princess. All right. Mhm. Um. 
odds for the Bruiser is about five to one. The odds for the Goliath is about two to one. There's a lot of shouting backwards and forwards. People placing wages. There's uh, green, uh, brown, uh, sorry, red tickets and blue tickets being handed out. Um, and basically, whatever they wager. So if they wager like three gold pieces, they receive three red tickets or three blue tickets. If they win, what they do is they have to return those colour tickets and they'll get a payout. And this is how the gambling's done in absolute mad chaotic style and fashion. Yeah. It's like we're at yeah. the dog's race. <laughs> There's also a lot of drinking taking place. Um, looking around the pit, you can see that there's an assortment of different types of uh, cultures and of different types of races. Um, both male and female. Um, there's some female see, uh, uh, what can see crew people as well, and they look just as rowdy as the men. Um, one of them actually throwing a bottle down into the actual dry dock. As soon as he hits the bottom of the dry dock, smashes the piece. Um, rowdy bunch he has here. Yeah. <laughs> Or civilized town at all. Uh, Rumalan is really excited and he starts like, oh, grabs hold of you and says, Theo, Theo, look, look, we're go there's going to be a fight. Oh, yes. I feel like I'm taking a little kid out for the day. I, yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, look, Theo's going to be a fight. Don't go too far oh. now. It's like, there's a bit of spending money. <laughs> and he's a. Uh, uh, he's looking down at the pit and he's like he's like waving and shouting um, and, uh, and then he notices what everybody's doing everybody's got red or blue tickets he sees the person sat next to him on the right hand side has got red tickets and the person sat next to him on the left hand side has got blue tickets yeah yeah so he immediately jumps up and starts making his way towards the betting bookies wait 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 I'm grabbing okay So, if you want to bet, only buy two tickets, or one ticket, or something like that. It's one gold. One gold. I think it's one gold, isn't it? It's whatever, it's one of whatever it is you want it. What it is the rate on the ticket, what it is. So if it's like one chicken, I'll give you a ticket and put chicken on the back. Oh, okay, cool. One gold. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, basically, right. The big number one. Um, and, and the letter G if it's one gold piece on the back of the ticket um, and then if you win you take that ticket back and you will get whatever the odds were per ticket yeah so you need to look down there and see who you think is going to win which one okay you can see um, Bruiser Bruiser is a, it's a dwarf um, it's a bare chested dwarf which is unusual because you've never seen a bare chested dwarf you've seen loads of dwarves but you've never seen a fully bare chested dwarf before to say they've got hair everywhere is an understatement. This thing is like a small yeti. That's why we've never seen a bare-chested one because they just assume they're wearing a woody coat. Yeah, well, he's got hair. He's got he's he's got hair on his head. He's got hair on his like on his beard, and then it seems to continue because he's got hair across his chest and across his upper arms as well. So he looks like a small kind of, you know, like a bigfoot. Um, <clears throat> he does have sh trousers, stroke shorts on. Uh, and a large belt. Um, he's got his hair um, tied back, 
yeah, and he's got kind of like a, like a bandana on as well. Yeah, it's a blue scarf bandana. Yeah. Uh, right, yep. He looks like it's been broken several times. Probably not in the fights. Maybe part of his occupation, wherever that might be. Um, he's got huge, massive hands, like brick-sized knuckles on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's getting all rallied up. He's getting ready. Um, there, there seems to be a couple of like, um, I would say, trainers, stroke crew mates, in what, uh, at one end of the actual dry dock. You seem to be like rubbing him down with like kind of like a goose fat or some kind of animal fat or something like that. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, he looks all like greasy and glistening um, as the candlelights like are illuminating the inside of the pit. On the other side, you can see Goliath. Goliath is an eight foot tall. Uh, I would say probably like a. Um, a nomadic plainsman a little slimmer okay. but still got like a bit of bodybuilding muscle on him slightly tanned probably dirty skin um, again he's uh, he's uh, shirtless as well and seems to have like a like the uh, the bottom half of a toga kind of on like a like a loincloth kind of thing and revealing almost everything uh, leaving nothing to the imagination um, it's tied around by a sash of fabric forming a belt um, and he is uh, currently um, gulping down what remains to be ale or maybe wine or something like that. Um, cracking his knuckles, rolling his neck, like cracking the bones in his neck, and kind of like getting up and jumping up and down, and kind of like getting ready, while his trainers, stroke crewmates, are in the corner, um, trying to give motivational speeches. Just to him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Rumalan looks at them both and he's like I don't know Theo I'm looking at the tall guy and I'm thinking mm, he's very agile and very fast and he looks fit I've seen people of his type before can go for days without anything to eat or drink got great stamina but I can see the dwarf as well he looks very rugged very composed never seen a dwarf fight like unarmed before what do you think do you think I should put a couple of gold pieces on the dwarf or maybe you should go with my my instincts and go with the tall guy well it's one you're only going to bet him one you don't want to be wasting any money here one on whoever you think and I'll do the opposite I'll do the opposite (laughs) yeah so you just choose who you think and I'll do the opposite all right. Well, the the, the the dwarf has got five. Was well, the dwarf's got five to one, and Goliath has got two to one. Yeah. This is a like looking at the odds, and he's like looking at the guy next to him. He's got like three red tickets, and look at the guy next to him. He's got two blue tickets. He's like, what about the dwarf? 
cool dwarf. He says, okay. help me up. So he like help him up and he's like, right. Goes over to the dwarf. Uh, goes over to the guy who's on the on the board and he's like he just goes up and says I wager one gold piece on he, he looks over the pit again, almost falls in, he points down and he says, That guy <laughs> Mm-hmm. So the uh, the book, bookkeeper kind of like says like okay, one of the dwarf. I'll go up and I'll do one on the Goliath. One on the Goliath. Okay, so you're gonna be stuck. Okay, one on the Goliath. One on the Goliath gives you a blue ticket, a number if a number one on it and uh, with a G. Yeah, the battle starts now. <laughs> okay. Now. <laughs> Ship's Bell. Well, it's kind of a bit boring if we've just got to watch them. You're going to watch it, yeah. Um, ship, the Ship's Bell kind of like uh, rings, like just like almost rings out the eye, like dong, and that's it. And li- li- then that's it. Do you see the trainers, straw crewmates, literally scattered that have been like lowered into the sides of, on the sides of the, uh, uh, the dry dock. And the ladders are pulled back up. And then all that's left in the bottom is the dwarf um, and the, the tall dark stranger um, in this large dry dock where they bring in fishing boats not massive ships but fishing boats for repairs and for construction and as soon as that bell rings that's it the dwarf just goes into an epileptic fit kind of thing and just starts like racing towards the the, the, the big tall guy dwarf like starts like pummeling his way into him and the and the tall guy seems to be like moving up the being kind of like taking long sweeps at him. And then, uncharacteristically, you see the tall dark guy starting to use his feet as well, kicking as well as punching. Dwarf is getting upset by this and starts, like, like almost like, almost like, because he's only half the size of the actual, like, um, of the of the tall guy, starts to grapple his legs and bring him down. And then, before long, they're rolling around in the bottom of the pit together, like, ho- like holding onto each other. And the tall guy's kicking, and the and the little dwarf guy's like punching the crap out of him, just above the waist, as well as everywhere else. Um, the two, the the, the spectators, are seeing what's happening. And after a few minutes or so, oh, this starts getting a bit bored of it. So in starts coming in the food and the bottles and anything else that's not bolted down. And then, <laughs> yeah, you start having the cruise. Like shouting insults to one another, one on one side of the dry dock, one on the other side of the dry dock, and then instead of the bottles and and chairs and plates being thrown in on top of the actual fighters, they start launching them at each other across the 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 dry dock area. Hey, this is where it's going to get good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, um, this goes on for a minute or so, and it, it seems to be escalating. The next thing you see, you see like a, a small bottle kind of thing come flying towards you, and you just slightly duck out the way, and it hits like the ground behind you. Another one goes wide, and either it flies over the top. And then the person sitting next to on, on your left-hand side picks up a, a small tankard and throws it back, almost hitting like hitting somebody else on the far side. Um, and that just escalates. There is just a a throwing match of like barrels 
gun boxes and all sorts of stuff. And it either smashes on the walls on either side, hits somebody, or it goes completely over your head. Um, Rumalan thinks this is fantastic. This is absolutely amazing. Yeah, looks around, sees a small bottle, picks it up, and just huh? hurls it. You see it as if it's in slow motion while everybody else is all stood either cheering or shouting or swearing or like like throwing stuff either at the contestants themselves or throwing them at the other crew on the other side. Um, or small fights have broken out in, in various parts around the actual uh, around the uh, dry dock itself. Um, it seems to sail through the air and seems to slowly and you see it as if it's all in slow motion. Maybe it's the alcohol. Maybe it's just your... Uh, I, know, I feel like I'm keen, a little bit sober by now. Keen senses or something like that. And you're watching the trajectory. And you can see exactly where it's going to go. It slowly smashes into the side of the head of somebody on the other side. That's right. They were throwing it over here. So it's all right. <laughs> You know, is it a woman? Did he hear a woman? No, no, no. Okay, no. that's fine then. Yeah. I would have slapped sat- <laughs> him around the back of his head for that. <laughs> we don't hit women. As it hits the guy on the other side of the head, like it almost knocks him unconscious. Um, he- he's brought around by his mate, who kind of like slaps him around the neck a bit. And... Although all this noise and this commotion has taken place, you, it doesn't take a lip reader to know what he's saying. Because he turns to his mate, you know, he murmurs something, and then his mate points directly towards you. Mm-hmm. What do they do? Like, by the way, are they human? Are they? Oh yeah, they're human. They just see see uh, okay. crew people. Just look like normal workers, yeah. Yeah, well, they look a little bit rough and ragged. Okay. Yeah. 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 There might be dock workers. There might be carpenters. They might be crew people. You don't know, but um, they they definitely look like ruffians. Um. Well, I'm probably the only one here that has a sword. Yeah. Um, the fight in the pit is now being like contested by the trainers, uh, stroke crewmates, um, as well as the two regional fighters and several other the spectators as well. Um, it's now turned into like they're trying to pull them, prize them apart because they're just rolling backwards and forwards with the the dwarf who's hanging on for dear life, beating the crap out of the. Uh, of the tall guy, and the tall guy is punching him and kicking him and kneeing him, um, and trying to like drag him along the floor. And then this dwarf is not having any of it; he's like trying to crush him, crush his waist, so to speak. Um, and the train and the crewmen are trying to separate him, actually, um, you know, defending his Um, seeing this, um, members of the opposition crews have decided to jump into the, um the dry dock and um, thinking that the crewmates stroke trainers are like wanting to fight each other have decided to lend a hand um, in short term there's about 
12 to 15 people all beating each other up in the bottom of the crew of the dry dock while several onlookers many of them drunk a few of them laughing and pointing um trying to dodge multiple missiles coming in their close proximity well looks like we're not getting paid <laughs> in their close proximity um as very like not just their, their crews but there's crews of other ships who are not participating but I just wanted to go along just for a, a good night out um, are watching what's going on and some fights have broken out on the top as well um, while you're watching these two individuals who are slowly making their way around the pit like towards you, you assume they're coming towards you because they don't seem to be pointing at anybody else a person has launched over your head down into the pit like over your shoulder, like over the top of you. Yeah. Oh, right. Straight over being into the pit. Oh, right. yeah. Just like straight over the top of you. Like somebody's picked him up and just like just thrown him straight like over the top of you and Rumor. And he he is falling into the uh, into the dry dock. Um, there's a little bit of water at the bottom of the dry dock, but it's still pretty like firm, compacted clay. Hey, Rumor, just so you know, if anything bad happens and you can't see anything, just stand still and I'll deal with it. If you go blind, don't worry. It's me. It's only temporary, but it looks like we might be getting into a bit of trouble, so I hope you're capable of uh, defending yourself. Um, that bottle you threw seems to have hit someone. He looks as if he does. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Um, he, he looks as if he's like doesn't quite fully understand um, and then kind of like he nods in agreement or we can just leg it from here it's up to you we can stay in brawl or we can leg it he holds up his ticket in front of you and he says but I've got a ticket I know so have I how are we going to see who's going to win uh, I look down in the pit. <laughs> Does it look like anything's happening? Like, winning uh, wise? Or... 20 people in there. There's like, they're pulling their hair and like, like really punching each other. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be a winner today. <laughs> I think at this rate, both sides are going to lose, and that means no one gets paid out. Oh. Can we not just sit and watch? Yeah, we can hang around, I don't mind. Yeah. Um, so th there's massive chaos taking place. These two individuals make their way around. Um, um, like they seem to be pushing between people. Um, the the because there's a lot of like squeezing and pushing. He's like as he makes his way towards you, he pushes. Um, some unsuspecting guy who seems to be just like relieving himself, urinating into the into the uh, dry dock, just pushes him straight over. The dry dock. Is it who's he chatting to me or him? He, he just seems to be like he, he, he's pointing above you. Rumor looks at you and said, Is he talking to you? Oh, which bottle are you on about? The bottle, that bottle that hit me. Did you throw that bottle? You like, duck out of the way from all the bottles that are thrown around. He, push, he pushes against Rumor, and Rumor's like, oh, Excuse me, please do not touch. What are you going to do about it? 
what you want to know what we're going to do about you not touching In the middle of all this, there's a lot of people like swearing and punching and there's a lot of fighting going on and there's like there's this there's like absolute brawling chaos taking place at the moment. What's he doing to Rumor? Did he just cut oh, his he's hand pushing on him? against him? Yeah, he's just like pushes against him. He says, what he like, like, like pokes him, you know what I mean? In the chest, like pushes him, like, like, was it you? Oh, okay. Well, I, I push him back. I say, like, so what are you going to do about it then? If I'm pushing you, what are you going to push? Yeah, I push him harder and harder. Okay, you, 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 you push against him. So, oh. uh, you want to go? Come on then. I'm ready for it. Are you ready? Okay. He takes a swing at you. That's uh, 90. I'm not ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> What's your DB? Well, I'm not wearing any armor, so we're just in another boat. So it <laughs> What's is... Your yeah, armor type 2, uh, no. Hang on, I've just got my boots, and then I will have... Uh, <laughs> so, 30. DB's 30. DB30, so that's uh, DB plus his. Uh, we'll do martial art one because it's just brawling. Um, so, the, so it's a straight 90, would say. Um, armor tech, what, what armor are you wearing? Uh, whatever normal clothes are, two. Two, two for clothing, yeah. Okay. It's one for bare skin, two for clothing, three for like, three and four for robes. Um, so this is a martial art strike. And what's it, 90? Can I not parry a strike? Is that a thing? What do you want to parry with? Oh, I've got my dagger on my boot, but I've also got my other hand. You want to parry with a weapon? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, can I not parry with a hand? Like, can I not push it out of the way? So, like, it's, it's, I actually it's, don't know how parry works with a bite. <laughs> uh, I don't know how parry works with a weapon. But... Yeah, it's the same, but <laughs> instead of you using a weapon, you use martial arts striking or martial arts no, martial arts sweeps and throws. It depends what you want to use. Oh, well, I, you know, I don't yeah. mind doing that. Okay, well, how much of you... Because you have to make an attack. If you're going to say you're going to parry, you have to make an attack. Yeah, it's great. I'll do that. What are you going to attack with? Uh, my right hand. Yeah, that's it. So it would be a martial arts strike. So what's a martial arts strike? Hang on, someone take this. Martial arts strike, uh, 95. 95. So well, how much of that 95 are you going to use to, to parry? I'll, I'll use 30 of that to parry. Okay, so that's still a 60, okay? Yeah. Um, a 60 is um, 4 hit points of damage. Yep. And a critical. Okay? Yep. A critical for martial arts strikes. I don't think we've had a critical for martial arts strikes before, but we'll give it a go. Yeah, I don't, because no one punches. <laughs> Usually we have weapons. Yeah. Uh, Theo about to punch! Okay, yeah, you put your arm up, like, knowing that you're going to get punched, so you put your arm up in the way, you... Um, the strike is to the four's arm, weapon arm, so it's the arm that you use to block with. Um, which negates your attack. Oh, okay. Okay. Boy, uh, there, isn't he? Yeah, so basically, you're trying to either protect him or protect yourself or something like that, and he is, like, struck your arm. Um, it means that you can't attack. 
the, um, with the remainder of your parry, unfortunately. But so he gets another uh, round before I can hit. Yeah, you get he gets another strike unless rumor does something. Um, you take an additional three hit points of damage. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah, worse, worse, worse. Rumor, so the, basically, you, you, you've pretty much used your attack to actually block um, either yourself or Rumor from being punched. Rumor sees this, um, takes a step back, um, not realizing that the guy holding the red tickets who was sitting next to him um, has since stood up, uh, bumps into him, and he literally falls into the edge of the pit. Um he is now shuffling down the edge of the pit. In front of him is like a six eight foot drop. Um, it's not that Amazing. it's not that far. But he's shuffling Rumor's back. Down or... No, no, Rumor has fallen down. The guy next to him. Oh, right. Yeah. Like um you, you imagine you're fighting on the edge of a crevice kind of thing. It's really, really tight and there's lots yeah. of people all under like pushing and shoving and kicking and rolling around on the way and it's like it's 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 close combat fighting. It's almost been like on a battlefield with like soldiers grouping up against each other. Um, seeing this, realizing what he's done, Rumor turns and looks down at the pit and starts shouting, Sorry! The other guy's like, uh, who, who tried to take a swing at you, um, is like, What are you saying sorry for? It's you that should be sorry and get ready to take another punch. Um, off to one side, you can see the bookie. So now, like, you know, Yeah. Yeah, the bell of the ship that's used to start and end the rounds is ringing continuously now. Yep. Okay. Um, guy takes another attack at you. You do have the opportunity to block again if you wish to. Oh, yeah, yeah, I probably will, yeah. Uh, 79. I'll block with the same amount again. 30. Number 30? Okay. 60 dB. That's 50 something, yeah. Uh, so it's 59. 59 HP. Hey? You say 59 HP? No, 59 is not 59. Oh, like, right. Uh, no, 79. No, sorry. What am I saying? 49. 49 total. Uh, two hit points damage. He tries to take a step, uh, tries to take a punch at you again. You sidestep it a little bit and it kind of grazes across you. Uh, just grazes across your chest. Okay, it's a uh, critical. No. Oh, okay. My turn! Fun <laughs> shit! Party. <laughs> What's your OB? What OB do you have left? 60. 65. 65. Fine. Again, he's just swearing normal clothing, you know, when any kind of armor can last it. Eight hits and eight critical. So, both eight critical on striking. 
Okay, you kind of lower yourself this time, and you like instead of like going for the upper part of the body, you go for the lower part of the body, um, and you punch the side of his like upper leg, side of his thigh. Um, it's quite solid and quite hard. But you really do hit it. Hit it. It takes an additional two points of damage. Um, you feel there's a you see him wince with a little bit of pain. He's at minus five. Um, not not known to you. Um, Rumalan is looking around frantically, like looking around on the floor and looking around like uh, around about him. That seems to be turning and twisting, uh, wondering like where he can either go or where you can try and get out, or where you can um, or looking for something else. Um, you can see there's people around him. Um, there is like all sorts is now starting to be like thrown at each other. They've now moved from bottles to full barrels um, empty crates um, you see the two women who well, rumour, sees the two women who were fighting earlier on one of them seems to have a rope around the little girl's neck um, and seems to be almost strangling her um, there is somebody on the far side who seems to have broken open a barrel and seems to be tipping it over the top of everybody. Um, it, it's just absolute anarchy, absolute chaos. Guy winces, <laughs> takes another. It's mental. Guy winces, takes another sh- n- uh, another hit at you. Like he tries to come over and tries to take another hit. Oh no, I wouldn't even bother. Wow. I was trying to say that before you roll, but. Nah, it's a two's a fumble anyway. Um, so I've got to find the actual... Yeah, I probably could stop the fighting, everyone around. You know, I could pick the guard, <laughs> do the voice thing, show it. I think it's like, yeah, two. Two women killing each other, like, yeah. Is it me, or is Lee's microphone, like, really crappy? Yeah, you've gone really gone low. Really low. Like yeah, yeah, you've gone low and a little bit crackly, but other than that, you do sound like you're far away as well. So far away and underwater. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh, he piffed away, and that static thing is back. From yeah, oh, from better. Yeah, is that better? I don't know, maybe it's just my wire. Yeah, it sounds like I've got an issue with wires tonight. I did see on my wire earlier. I feel like I might have pulled it out a little bit, but I didn't yeah. know. But look, yeah, as long as that's fine, you know, that's you can hear me now, better yeah. now. Not loud, not quiet, okay. not crappy. I'm not sure that's gone, but let's, uh, let's roll for that. 30. Not dead. 30. <laughs> not dead, no. We thought you knew what you would doing spend the remainder of your around remembering how to do what you tried to do move okay yeah he tried to take a punch but then he kind of hesitated and he's like ah like like he doesn't know who to hit he doesn't know whether to hit you or hit the other guy okay uh so i will on my turn look around to see if i can see his rumor how far away he is 
Rumor seems to have found um, a tankard, and he passes it to you. He says, use that. Oh, thanks. I drink it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm assuming there's alcohol in there and not, nothing else. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a bit of alcohol in the bottom. Cool. Uh, and then I just throw it over my shoulder, and then I'm going to wallop him again in this. Okay. Rumor looks like in like it, but it doesn't matter now because that's just. I mean, there's a sword on my side here. I don't really use. <laughs> I know. It's like he's looking. I was like, it, it, use this. He's like, okay, thanks. He just took a drink of it and then just threw it to one side. He's like, what? Okay. Uh, right. <laughs> a real man fights with fish. Okay. Um, do your attack. Uh, so I want to know if I can do a nerve strike. Yeah, you can. Yeah, if you, you try to like disarm him almost. Well, I know he's not disarming, but trying to like disarm his arm almost so he can't use it. Yeah. Um. It takes you a round to prepare it. Yeah, that's focus. fine. It I'll, takes I'll... one round to focus for it. Yeah. But yeah, the next round will be a nerve strike attack. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's your I'll nerve just strike? Uh, Ninety-five. Oh yeah, you can do nerve strike. Yeah. But you take one round to So he's like, you can have another attack on you. Fifty. Okay, fifty. Sorry, rumor. Is this what you thought it was going to be like? This is what the common people do for fun, apparently. Yeah, over all the din and all the noise, all you hear is interesting places that are bad. Somebody seems to have hoed a chicken, like flying through the air. I mean, chickens don't fly normally, but you just like. Rock, 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 rock. <laughs> Just come, come straight past you. <laughs> come straight past, like flying past you in the middle of all this chaos. Here's like a chicken with feathers flying everywhere. It's like what? It's like oh, yeah, but oh, he's really shouting, like, like almost like he's he's right next to you, but he's really shouting. He's like, interesting place, this that bad. Yeah, we're checking another location out soon. Remind me to tell the crew not to come here. Will do. I, I wonder if I'll see my old crew around here somewhere. You never know. Oh, by the way, my DB is 30 because I'm not Perry. Yeah. It's basically an attack of like 50 something. 50. Uh, let me just get the strike. 50. I'm yeah, uh, two points damage. Two points damage. Yeah, you try and take some, but kind of thing. But you, you're well focused, so you kind of like slap it to the away. Um, it just grazes across your shoulder. Doesn't do an awful lot of damage. Just gives you like kind of. You know you've been hit, but it doesn't. It doesn't create any injury or anything like that. Um, you can now do your nerve strike if you wish to. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Uh, that's 70 plus 95. Alright, okay. Um, yeah, you do nerve strike. Um, you can see, like, where he is vulnerable is in the solar effect. 
It's just like just like this third rib down. Um, on the right hand side. Um. This guy's not important. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> you strike him um, with precision. Um, so fast in the whole commotion and all the noise, nobody notices like what uh, technique you've carried out. He immediately kind of. I should of, tell like, you that's 165 just in total. Yeah, I know, yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. It's like you strike him, so like nobody notices it. In the whole commotion and all the noise, nobody notices it. He seems to freeze. Like then his eyes widen. And as if his entire body paralyzed down the left hand side of his body, his right hand immediately reaches out, grabs hold of Rumor, and you see him start to slowly topple over into the actual driver dock. With Rumor or without Rumor? Well, he's grow hold of Rumor. I will grab hold of Rumor if I can. Okay, you grab. Grab hold, grab hold of Rumor. Rumor, Rumor's like, oh, oh. <laughs> I'd rather not have him go down there. <laughs> you see him like you can imagine. He's like, he's like almost paralyzed, like down the right hand side of his body. His left hand, uh, no, sorry, left hand side of the body. His right hand reaches out, grabs hold of uh, the shirt uh, that Rumor's wearing, uh, grips hold tight, and then his entire body seems to pop over the left hand. Side, you see him just like pivot and then slowly go backwards. You reach out, grab hold of Rumor, um, and then, as if in slow motion, one by one, you see the buttons on Rumor's shirt just pop off, just just fly through the air like small little gold buttons. Um, as there's a tearing and a ripping sound of Rumor's shirt coming undone. And then, buy expensive shirt. See, then it seems to speed up to normal speed. It comes up to normal speed again, and you see the uh, the assailant um, who was taking a swing at you, all because you somebody hit him in the side of the head with a tankard, topple over into the side of the uh, of the uh, of the dry dock, almost crushing the two women who are trying to suffocate each other. Um, one with an empty bucket, the other one rope, landing on top of. Small piece of deep blue fabric. That's what's left of Rumor's shirt, for, clutched in in his uh, in his right hand, falling down in for, uh, behind him as well. As he looks back up at you with like dead wide staring eyes. Shouldn't have pushed. Rumor's looking down. He should be shot. That was expensive silk, that. He got what he deserved, didn't he, Theo? Aye, he definitely did. Right. There was no need for him to come around <laughs> pushing. But we should probably skip it, like, go. Oh. Looking yeah. around, looking around, you're seeing everybody just, like, beating the crap out of everybody else. Um, like, it, it started to attract... Like, this is now spread beyond the actual warehouse now, and it's now... Yeah, like, I'm more worried that the, the guards are going to start showing up. <laughs> ah, yes, I see what you mean. Estelle does run a tight ship. Yeah, we don't want to get her in trouble for us, you know. Ah. But she doesn't need to know what's happened here. 
<clears throat> kind of nods and understand, understands, and he's still holding his ticket, and he's like, So which one? Uh, none. I think they're both back, out. It's like, oh, everybody just beating the hell out of everybody else. There's planks of wood being thrown around and all sorts of stuff. There's a guy who seems to have a stool and just seems to be doing like a whirlwind, and everybody within about 10 feet of him is stepping back. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a way for us to escape? Oh, yes, yes, yes. You just quickly make uh, for the exit. It's easy to get out of here. It's just like everybody else seems to be preoccupied. Okay, cool. You make your way out of there. Um, like, it takes you a little longer than normal because you have to sidestep a few people. And you, you, there's a, a, things, a box seems to put like, head somewhere. Seems to hit the wall or something. It's coming down. It's like, you took that book. Oh, it's been a while since I've been over a good little while like this. Like, you're just about to make it to the door. Come and come to Parbard. <laughs> <laughs> you're just about to make it to the door, and um, a guy seems to have punched somebody else right in front of you, um, and just like goes flying like from the left to the right hand side of you, and you kind of like just step back a bit and like hold back Rimmer, and Rimmer's, uh, Rimmer's like looking around thinking, "This is great. This is fantastic." And you're like, yeah, okay. have you not hit anyone yet? Uh, he's had his shirt torn. Oh, well, you know. Um, I to say you punch someone. You step through the... Uh, it's, it's like a half door inside the actual main warehouse door itself. You step out um, of it uh, into the main street. Main street's quite quiet, actually, although there's a lot of windows seem to be opening up and a lot of people shouting to keep the noise down. Um, as you step out into the main street, it's pretty cool. You can hear the absolute war being taken place on the inside of the warehouse. Um, Rumor turns around and locks the door. (laughs) (laughs) Just, it doesn't actually, there's no key or anything like that, just like, kind of like draws a bolt across it. Dusts himself down and kind of like, pats himself on his legs and on his his waist and he's like, just suck his hands and he says, okay, Theo, where next? Where next? Gambling dead? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, let's go that way and I just, you just walk, I, I don't know, maybe somewhere. I don't really know if there's much in, I, I know Barbara's a big place, I don't know much about Barbara, so I'm just winging it, going that way. <laughs> okay, um, you take yourself off in a random direction. I know there's the thieves quarters and I know there's that pub in there. Uh, we did say we would go back at some point. It's usually quite rowdy down there. There's usually a couple of people you can have a chat with. Sing song, you know. Or we mm-hmm. can continue going north. Uh, and we can find a bathhouse, which is actually, I think, sell. Okay, so where are you going? <laughs> I don't know. Where are you going? going? You've named about six places, all in different yeah. places. Right, is there any way we can get him a new shirt? Uh, no, this Not time a silk, maybe. no. Okay. Oh, no, uh, you can probably steal one. <coughs> mm, I mean, how many more rules can we break today? <laughs> <laughs> no, let's just walk towards the Dusty Jug, because I know that's going to be okay, fun. You start making your way back towards the Dusty Jug again, it's like the other end of the, the main island. Um, right. How late is it? Uh, Can I ask how late it is? It's what getting is dark. It's dark. It's dark. It's dark. So it is getting dark. The moon is up. It's at one quarter, like last quarter. 
Uh, yeah, you're going to miss yeah, dinner. We're going to miss it anyway. Uh, well, we could actually go to a bathhouse, maybe, if I get pampered. Like okay. night bathhouse of women. Okay. Um, Is there a bathhouse with no, women? It's that bathhouse. Uh, sure, be warm. <laughs> 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 I got my answer. <laughs> yeah. I'm asking him if he wants to do that, or does he want to go back to a pub? He'll, he'll take your advice. You've done very well up to now. The entertainment has been absolutely spot on. We've done some drinking, we've done some dancing, we've done some fighting. Now we need to do some relaxing. He agrees. He agrees. Um, I also, uh, it would not be socially acceptable to return back to a stead. Looking like such drabs. Well, I'm sure we can, like, maybe buy your boat or something, get you a top. I mean, she sees me like this all the time, so it doesn't really matter to me. What? Like, you've seen me like this before, it's like, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You've seen me in a much worse state. I still see me in a much worse state, you know, half naked and everything. Small alley cat kind of like, like scampers off down one of the alleyways, heading back to one of the ships. Um, as it's getting dark now, um, it's quiet. Um, you can still hear the body mess like noise taking place in the warehouse. Um, but it's slowly dying out. And as you're making your way, you explain that you know, they're still seeing you like this before kind of thing. It's like, oh, that surprises me. Oh, why is that? Why, I was under the impression Estelle expected all of her associates to dress finely. Oh, no, nah, no, nah, man. Gee, she's seen me naked, like. She led me to big expectations. Well, you know, when you're in the position like you were like, you know, you've got to be official. But when you're out with friends and that, you're actually adventuring, things get a bit rough. Officials don't really work out in the rough. Uh, we'll do that tomorrow, yes? Yes, tomorrow we will go hopefully try to find some goblins and maybe some wags. And we'll go and fight some creatures. I shall dress appropriately. Tomorrow I shall be an adventurer. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Now, let us go back to that... Dirty jug. Oh, you don't want to go to bathhouse? Oh, yes, we're going to go look for the bathhouse. Right, yes. I, thought I mean, we, we can go to Dusty Jug first, get drink, and then go to the bathhouse after, then go back to the, your boat, get your Excellent. top, and then go back to a still, Excellent if you idea. wish. Let's go or, get it. Let's find a drink, and let's drink, and do some more drinking, and then we'll go and relax, and share experiences like men normally. Yes. Men, what? Sorry? Like men normally, yes. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Not too sure what experiences you want to be sharing, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Theo, you lead on. Okay, dusty junk. Okay. And drink. We've done some dancing, we've done some drinking, we've done some fighting. <laughs> Go back to do some more dancing and drinking. Do some more dancing and drinking. Um, as you're making your way from the dusty jug, making uh, making your way towards the dusty jug to get some more drink and hopefully find a uh, suitable uh, baby. Help. 
Um, the what you would refer to as the town guard, that one called natural militia as such. Uh, they seem to be pelting it down the street. Six individuals with wooden sticks uh, making their way towards the warehouse. Um, mm. Your experience has taught you they're going to need a lot more than six people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, in actual fact, if I say anything, that means they know we're going to be there, so I'm not even going to tell them that. I'm just going to continue walking with room left. <laughs> okay. Um, for everybody else, in the back in the main residence... Yes. Um, you've had the opportunity to get ready for dinner. Anybody wishes to change or clean up or get themselves ready? Uh, <coughs> I'll, I'll slightly clean myself up. Okay. <laughs> I'm stuck reading books. I ain't cleaning for no one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I clean. Um, I clean myself earlier. I just make sure I don't have mud on my shoes and that sort of no, stuff. Fine. But I'm wearing a the similar, similar garment I was wearing earlier for party the the dinner the same, lunch yeah uh, yeah, yeah. The it, it, it was yeah, afternoon tea but okay yeah um, I mean, I'll wash my hands but that's about it okay um you do what you need to do you get yourself cleaned up uh, freshen up um if you need to change clothes you can change clothes yeah like I said I'm just Cleaning myself up, so I just oh. probably just a change of odd and whatnot. So. Okay. Um, and I dust myself and try to find Nostrel before. Oh, okay, yeah. It doesn't take dinner. long to find Nostrel. Nostrel has it has the same opportunity you have to be able to freshen up and to sort things out and make these things ready. Uh, you do find mm-hmm. her. She is in one of the adjoining corridors between the um, the administration offices and her, where she's staying, her room, so to speak. Um, you catch her in the corridor. Oh, thank goodness. Um, hey, can we do our little, like, catch-up now? Before... Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, what, uh, what, what do you need to know? Uh, it's oh, and I, more I, so okay. so you know what I've yeah, been doing um... before we talk with, you know, the other uh, the financing people and Oh, um, yeah, I've, I've invited a few here. people. I've invited the, fi- the Treasury Secretary. Um, <laughs> I've also invited the Education Minister. And um, uh, I haven't invited all the guild leaders. I mean, there's way too many to, to consider. Not, we'll do that in the official capacity, probably um, in a day or two. I'll, um, I'll, I'll arrange right. some reopening of um, what we refer to as reopening of Parliament. Or um, once we've had a chance to... I'm sure you're working on your speech. Um, to address everybody. Oh, I'm um, back. What up? <laughs> <laughs> um, working on some kind of a speech. Yeah, actually. I'll probably have to get on that, don't uh, I? Yeah. Uh, they're probably wanting some update. I mean, they've seen what's been, like, already been started. Um, I'm sure just reassure them about the direction the city's going in. And... Uh, and they might have one or two questions, but that'll be afterwards. Just, just make it sound, you know, fascinating or something. Um, so yes, yeah, so I've, I've got the treasury minister. I've got the treasury minister coming down. That's that's uh, education uh, minister, and I've also got the um, uh, the city welfare officer coming down as well. I mean, I'm sure he wants to brief you about the sewage system that's going in place at the moment. 
Oh, um, uh, yeah. Um, everybody okay. else, I don't want to be bombarded when you first back. But inundation of questions. I mean, I'm going to have some, but they should be pretty light. I mean, I've kept the health, um, like, you know, the well being, um, the healers um, at bay. And they are aware of your return. I'm sure they'll have some questions for you when you next address them in the in the commons. But um, and there'll also be the farmers. Um, it, it hasn't been easy for the farmers on the outer, like outside the city, where they do all the cattle rearing and the, the sheep herding and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm sure they've got a few questions for them as well. Um, then, mm, then there's the miners' union. Oh, you don't want to cross those people. Trust me. Well, what's going on with them? Um, they want to be able to open the great open mine, um, and it's to the to the northeast of here. Actually, it's it's kind of bordering onto Bree territory, but uh, we're, we're trying to negotiate um, mineral rights, so to speak. I mean, we only open one a small one. Um, it, they want to quarry some stone, nothing flamboyant, no gemstones or anything like that, just actual raw rock. I mean, we would like to be able to repave the streets. Some of the cobbles on the roads are a little dangerous. The amount of carriages that have gone up and down here in the last year or so has escalated, and they're, they're, yeah, they're wearing the roads down, to be honest. I mean, I, I suspect in a few months or so, we're going to be having mud in the main street again. Uh, so, as I'm calling mm-hmm. some stone, especially some hard, durable granite, um, good sized cobbles, your cobbles, you know what I mean? And, and we can make that a bit more yeah, yeah. Um And the best rock is a little to the north of us. Obviously, it's a little flat around here, a lot of marshland, not much good for like quarrying. Um, and I want you to, uh, to negotiate some kind of deal whereby we can supply them possibly with some exotic materials. Um, and then in return, they'll give us permission maybe for a year's excavation. I'm sure you'll come up with something. Well, you you speak of uh, exotic materials. Um, yeah, I assume that's what you were going to Umbar for. Uh, yeah, um, well, mostly I'll probably be saying in the meeting as well, but I did, um, while traveling, I recently... What took part in a trade discussion with um, the king of Dolang Roth and um, a few of the people from the far, like Eastlings, yeah, in yeah the Eastlings, um, and I've made a deal with a an ambassador from the far east yeah, ambassador Pavamintu he was he was wanting to um, he was uh, wanting to have um, a metal ore since we have that trade from with yeah the great yeah, the ox seem to have migrated either deeper into Moria or further north back to Angband there, there's very few of the orcs actually running around in Moria now, which has made that area kind of very prospectively uh, regards to gold, silver, iron, copper, lead, uh, and other mm-hmm. materials. Our oil supply is actually quite quite improved. Um, it's just stone we need. It's actually just stone. I mean, 
come. Yeah, so the, he's been wanting that, and so in in trade with him, um, he's going to be giving us uh, silks, teas, and ceramics. Oh, interesting. Uh, I'm sure we can use some of that to barter for some of the stone from further north. Uh, mm-hmm. with the Bree people, I can't imagine they're up for tea. I, I don't suppose. Yeah, Maybe very exotic silks. He showed a few during sure the meeting. Yeah. Quite interested in silks. They're always interested in fabrics. Um, yeah. Oh, good. Uh, that might be useful then. Um, I believe uh, we'll probably need to start shipping to them like in a, f- in a month or two, and so, then they'll start giving it a bit a month after that because they need. Um, we had to have him renegotiate some things because he had some things that I, I feel Farbad wasn't going to need, mm. and we w- would rather have like. Um, the ceramics and things so he's probably on his way right now to renegotiate that to let them know that we have this deal going yes oh well uh, uh, that soon Uh, one month that'd be be great Mm -hmm. at least that's a bit of good news they'll get those miners um, some I think it was in two um, we start uh, delivering to them in two months, and in it's within four months that oh, he wow. that, that we'll be getting. As long as they them. can make a start before winter, that'll be good. Hopefully, that'll yeah. Uh, um, also, the, um, uh, the a member of the civilian union um, wishes to. I, I don't mean to say this as like being a problem, but are you aware that Tharbat has no cemeteries? Seriously, what are you doing with dead people? Uh, uh, <laughs> do we not? <laughs> no. This comes Nostriel as well. She's an elven, so it's like, it's, it's, it, she's never had a need for it before, but now she's in charge of Tharbad. It's kind of like, a, okay, um, yeah. The, yeah. It's um, an alien to her, I would say. Yeah, are you aware that they don't have any cemeteries? I'm trying to remember as my time living in Tharbad, where, where, what do people do many, with the dead? Many of the dead. Chop them up and use them in next week's brewery. Uh-huh. No! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, buried at sea. Oh, they were, they were the, like, um, they had funerals. They, they had like burning pyres kind of thing. Well, technically they uh-huh. can... Oh, shit. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> yeah, they had like funeral pyres kind of thing. Um, and they would have been done on a hill outside of the city. But there is a motion for uh, a cemetery to be created somewhere in or around Thabad. For one, I'm unsure where it would fit. <laughs> you could take this bit of land out of here, can't you? Just extend outside. Um, yeah, I would feel like it would just need to be um, just on the outskirts, really. Oh, yes, yes. I'm... I'm... And try to expand, yeah, like, if, either if you north or south. If, if, if you can think of a spot, or if there's a spot that you have in mind, maybe you can uh, designate that. Uh, I'm sure there'll be some administration to compensate the landowner, if there is a landowner, and make a ground suitable and such. Um, and then there'll probably be the issue of who would be in charge of it. Um, yeah. But it's something worth thinking about. Just give me... I think we should put all options since we do like the whole pyre thing up on the hill and 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 yeah. um, 
for the scene, perhaps. It's something I've never had to deal also. with before in the past, as you can understand. But the mm. people of Tharbad, they're not like us. Um, they have a thing about burial mounds and cairns and things like that. I, I, I don't fully understand it, but it's it's something that's been brought before me anyway. Um, I'm sure you would like to deal with it, take care of it. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, I'll look into that then. Estelle gets everything. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, um, before I um, there was a message left at the gate yesterday when you went to oh, this earlier on when you went to the candle makers, I believe. Oh, uh, earlier today. Yes, yes, yes. Um. Mm-hmm. A, 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 it was it was a message. It was handed to the gate to keeper um, who was on duty at the time. Um, it's explicitly written for you and for your eyes only. Um, I've been holding on to it. I thought I'd better give it to you myself. Oh, oh, uh, thank you. Uh, yes, please, please. Hands you uh, a small, the tiniest scrawled up piece of paper that you've seen uh, for a long time. Um, it's like an A3 piece of paper. It looks old. It looks tacky. And it looks like it's been torn out of Like the page out of a blank diary, so to speak. Um, looking at the paper, you can tell it's been, it was written probably a long, long, a long time ago. It's got a seal on it. Um, and the seal is, you don't recognize the seal. Um, your knowledge of it that you don't recognize the seal it looks like it's a seal that's been it's it's kind of a mashup or the seal looks kind of twisted or turned or anything like that um, and it was left it was a message that was left at the main gate interesting okay if, if you want um, to know who left it or any details I suggest you go and speak to the, the gatekeeper Okay, I'll I'll uh, talk to him in a moment then about this. Um, but also, before I forget, it wasn't just um, the ambassador that I made a trade deal with. It was also with the king of Dol and Roth with um, Gondor's wine and the wine there, and um, I believe. Uh, Military, we can have military assistance from oh, them. But in 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 trade, um, he's wanting um, uh, to not charge for mooring and docking here, mm-hmm. and that we can repair their ships if they ever come to Thalbad. Okay, well, I'm sure you'll be able to manage to swing it with the um, with the carpenters and the shipwrights. Yeah. Um, but you don't need to worry about those. I'll put those off until later on. Okay. Um, oh, I forget. I want to be coming for dinner as well. Right. Cool. Um, likewise, if you if you need to know who left it off, I believe it was a girl, a woman. I'm not certain. Um, they did mention something about a woman dropping a message off earlier on. Um, didn't get much of a description though. But you, you better off go and speaking to the guardskeeper. Um, I think um, this is might be 
good time to say um, on what we were actually doing for our travels, which is more for your ears, mm. not for the um, politics people or whatever. Um, why I'm not really staying for too long while we're in Thalbod is merely because I'm on a sort of a, an adventure to reach um, a relative of mine that apparently is... She was just like moving away slowly, but she stops and she turns again. She says, a relative? Mm-hmm. Um, she's supposedly um, living um, sort of north from here, um, uh, Silwyn Fay. She's like my. You mentioned great... you mentioned Silwyn Fay, and it's kind of like it, it's it's like somebody's reignited a memory that's been suppressed or been forgotten for a long time, and. She eyes seem to drop, and she looks at the floor, and she's like, and then she smiles, and then raises, and she says. That's a name I haven't heard for a very, very long time. Um, we don't really have a lot of time to talk about her at the moment. Um, maybe it was her that dropped off the message. Yeah. You think? I don't know. I just received it from the gatekeeper. Um, um I, I just want to briefly ask then, um, have you ever, like, met with her before? Never. Or... Or you just, um, who have you heard it from, or what, mm. you know, what do you know of her? Not a lot. Rumour, sorry. Um, we can discuss it later, after dinner. Okay. I'll leave it for then. then. She leaves, she says, right, I'll see you at dinner then. I've got to go and just deal with another matter at the moment. Yes. What other matter? Oh. Is, is everything okay? Yeah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Um... There's a ferry terminal. The, the what? A ferry Sorry. Terminal. There's a ferry terminal. There's a ferry terminal across the river, not just by the bridge. Um, it's very, they'll go right, back right, and right. forwards, and the ferry terminals are on strike. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Oh, right. Well, I'll leave you to it then. Um, I'll, I'll go river find taxis, the... the river taxis are all on strike at the moment. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll go find the, the gatekeeper. Okay. Uh, Dylan Trust, you've been spending your time going through all these books. Yes. And you... Um, I've uncovered really, really next to nothing. Virtually nothing. Virtually mm -hmm. nothing. You do. You, you have found some scientific journals on plants. Mm. Um, but nothing beyond what you've got. Kind of. oh. um, there is also... Some some, um, uh, some again, some recipes. There's some sonnets, some poetry, some songs. Um, there's nothing beyond what you've already discovered. Although there's a little bit that's already added onto your extra knowledge about regions that you've already been to as well. Um, there's a little bit of ancient history chucked into there as well. A um, little bit of like Numorian law. Um, the the history of the island of Numenor and 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 events surrounding that but anything pre the second age just does not exist at all 
In fact, Tharbad is probably from mid-thirded. Before that, there is some kind of... Like, somebody's done a history of Tharbad from the very beginning, kind of thing. And explains mm-hmm. the start as just being like a river crossing and predominantly all marshland until it was drained by the building of the many canals on the north and the south shore, um, which drained the land, making it habitable <coughs> and construction, and the city sprang up from that. Is this anything that Dylan Trust finds incredibly interesting mm, or exciting? Not in the slightest. <laughs> okay. So it's all very dull. Oh, yeah, it's, very, it's a very dull library. It's either fictional, like <laughs> people writing stories and just making things up, which you kind of click uh, on straight away, or it's kind yeah. of misput together, or it's, it's just like just very what you would in recent history events. Okay. Um, in which case, I will take said diary of um, Oliver's. Is it Oliver Seagraves? Oscar. Oscar. Um, so I'm going to have to put plus one diary of Oscar. It's a, it's a, it's a ship's a ship's diary. It's not his diary. It's a ship's diary. He was the captain of the ship. Yeah, but he he was he's mentioned in it, he's or he's it. the yeah, one who wrote it. The pointer. Yeah. Well, a, 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 a scribe, a ship scribe would have wrote in it. But yes. Right. What's the name of the um, plus one diary of the pointer? The, was it the pointer? the pointer? Yeah, the pointer. Uh, Captain by Oscar Seagraves, uh, and it's around uh, it's around a hundred year old book. It's, uh, it's, it's travels from Dolanroth Pelagiot to um, okay. Minas Tirith or Osgiliath, and then back again. See, Graves. Might be 100 years old. Yeah, about. Going on your general knowledge of book in antiquity, um, it's about 100 years. 100 years. Okay, so I'm taking that book. Um, I didn't find anything interesting on... Daughters of past and president, not even a, a smidge. There's no reference material on that at all. Not even in fairy tales or anything like that. They, they don't Nothing mention. Like okay. I mean, there's fairy tales. There's fairy tales of like the superstitions and folk tales and like. Uh, Is there anything that pertains to a daughter of past and present? Nothing that mentions anything by name. The daughter of past and present. I wasn't looking for a name. I'm just looking for anything. No, I mean, like anybody with the title. Daughter of past and present. There's nobody mm-hmm. did like as as far as you've gone through the entire like through all the books you've read or gone through. There um, is no reference. I'm going to need to ask a very quick question, um, and this is going to probably be very hard for both yourself, us, but and you, Sally, to maybe tell me um, when Sally was given the vision of the daughter of past and present. She got a description, but. Sally, do you remember if you gave me a description of what she looked like, the daughter of past and present? Because if you did, I didn't I write think, it down. I think I gave briefly, but not like, oh, she's like this and this and this. Okay, so do I see anything less than that regard of no, it's description? A, it's a youngish, uh, middle-aged uh, woman. 
Yeah, but I mean, in terms of any reference point, has there been anything everywhere you read about it? Every, it's whatever you read in a book. If you read in a book saying it was a youngish <clears throat> middle middle-aged woman, it could be her. Mm. I'm saying it's not actually listed as she is the daughter of past and present. Okay, but there's lots of books about women. Any of the, any of them <laughs> even come close to the description that Zelly gave? Uh, the description is very brief. Um, yeah, long brownish mousy kind of blondy hair. So basically, half the population then got uh, it. Darkened somewhat, but not black. Um, fair skin, um, casual clothing, um, not flamboyant like the elves, but not like rag. Mm-hmm. Uh, stands about six, just over six feet tall, like six, six feet-ish tall. Um. Uh, um innocent looking um slender long thin fingers um seems to uh, hold herself with um etiquette and ease and uh, the, the drawback is i can't really find anything about her no you can't so... find a lot about her but the the the, the this, the description that we give him would probably lead to anybody. Could lead to the laundry woman. Hmm. Um, in which case, then I will, like you say, I'm already taking the diary. Okay. Um, is there anything here also that could help with making poisons and anti-like dots for them? Um, there is um, information regarding to uh, what can be consumed as a poison there's many stories who of uh, sailors that have gone to far off lands and who have eaten strange berries and plants and things like that and have died from poisoning mm. would it be any new would that be considered new information to us or it, it's, is, it, is it probably it, it less might, or elsewhere? If you were in that region kind of thing, then, you know, like, oh, they came across a red fruit plant kind of thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, with large red, you know, red berries growing from it in large bunches. And if you saw that in that particular region, then you might consider that as being the poison. Okay. Um, I think I'll, I'll leave that, but I'll, I'm definitely taking the diary with me. But it's just, literally um, it's just a subheading saying, oh, you know, like um, crewmen, Naples or something like that kind of like died from poisoning today after eating some strange wild berry off an island, like off the coast of Umbar mm-hmm. or something like that. But that's just um, the general information. I'll, ju- I'll just take the diary with me and okay. go in search of a cell. All right. Well, no. uh, Zabi, what are you doing? You have some opportunity to do something before going to dinner? No. Obi and Freya and Lily have um, grouped together um, in the hall um, where people are slowly uh, meeting. Not only massive women, yes, but every once in a while there is a person who enters the residence who's uh, the staff master is taking their cloaks and gowns, coats from, and uh, putting them into a cloak closet. Um, and bringing them one by one into the a small room just off from the dining hall, which is kind of like a waiting room. You know, waiting in the waiting room to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, 
where they are being um, given the opportunity to dry out in front of a, a warm fire before being escorted from there once they've warmed up and, and become comfortable uh, mm. into the dining room. Well, it's been um, and small uh, party snacks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, uh, sugar and the ST. Um, a couple of the dignitaries have turned up. You don't recognize any of them. They look like one. One of them is very plumpish. Um, has a black suit, a white shirt kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, has a large belt around his waist that just fits. Mm-hmm. Um, has. Um, on his right hand, uh, three gold rings, um, and seems to wear some form of a metal or such, or, or maybe an insignia, or, or maybe a badge or something. I don't know sure what it is, but it looks very pretty. Mm. Um, common, but pretty. Um, yeah. And he is walking around. He's got a bald head, he's got like a monocle, um, and short black hair. Um, just round the back of the head, the base of the head, and just round the ears. Mm. Um, and he's got like a, a a small goatee kind of black beard and a very flat, flapped out nose. Um, and he seems to be um, taking uh, privileges of the drink and of the small snacks. I guess for Zabby at the moment, I think she's just keeping an eye on people and just waiting for the others. Nothing more. Okay. Um, because talk- I am, because I am not like sure what I can. You don't know who he is. He's not really talking an awful lot. He seems to be drinking no. and looking but, at portraits. But basically, like Zabby's just waiting for the group mainly to like gather and come around right, and yeah. all that. Just, just keeping an eye on the other guests. Obi and, and Freya have arrived as well. Um, mm. Obi doesn't bother with the with the drink. Freya goes over and pours um, what appears to be some kind of natural spring water. Yeah. Um, and there is some small biscuits, an assortment of um, uh, kitchen, kitchen-made biscuits. Mm-hmm. Um, Lily is um, like Taking two of everything, one for her pocket, one for her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, you know, you don't find somebody's putting like one biscuit in her pocket, and then yeah. one, um, mm-hmm. and then looking around at the portraits, and she's um, inquisiting about who this is. Yeah, and then <laughs> not intentionally. Hmm. But pointing out small fla- like flaws in the painting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like for example, like in one the in the portraits of as a woman, and she's got a, a really like yellow dress kind of thing, um, and at uh... her feet, at her feet, she's walking around on like on uh, leaves, and leaves pointing out said, "See that? See the mm-hmm. plant on them leaves? We see that you should, because that plant is from north." That plant is from itself. They're never going to get them together. So, how on earth are you going to get that woman to walk on them at the same time? I don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, Zabby is just, like, rubbing her temple at that. Like, <laughs> you don't have to take it into great detail of what the painting is supposed to mean. 
I'm just pointing it out. You know, it's like this uh -huh. one here. Look, it's got an elephant on it. Where the hell are you going to get an elephant around here? You don't. That's exactly. more. That you. That's more of like the f more far away countries that we haven't explored yet. And I don't I think, think we'll be. And I don't think we'll be exploring those areas anytime soon. Well, I it's definitely won't. Oh, I mean, look, it's got an elf there. It's got a like. It's got a dwarf on this one. And now elephant. Ah, <laughs> oh, this artist. <laughs> I'd get a better artist if I was you. I'm gonna mess with Estelle. I don't want artist. <laughs> I'll get an artist. Don't worry. I'll fix her up. Lily. Oh no. <laughs> Lily. Uh-huh. It even then the painting is not quote unquote accurate of certain events of where we live and now does not mean you have to be very picky about them because it's only 